Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. <laughs> In 400 meters. In 100 meters. You have reached your destination. Homeschooling with toddlers. Or... Even just having toddlers can be summed up with this title, Markers and Mishaps. If we could just bottle up the energy those little characters have, or take recharging naps like they can, life would be sweet indeed. Now, I'm going to really bug you. If you were in the throes of toddlerhood with your littles by saying this, when I look back over the years raising our four children, it's often the cuteness of those toddler years that I miss the most. As they say, the days are long, but the years go fast. Before I get into the tips and tricks for homeschooling with toddlers, and I will have eight tips for you today, I want to talk about a mindset shift that may help you even more than any tip I could offer you. It's this thought. What is an education? Is your main idea of homeschooling with toddlers, having the older children sit at bookwork all day with constant interruptions by your toddlers? Or do you have a more holistic picture of what educating your children is that lends itself to flexibility and creativity? Something that can adapt to whatever those little characters can throw at you? As you let those questions sink in, rest assured that my traditional educational ideas had to take quite a beating over my two decades of homeschooling. I had a chalkboard wall long before the whole farmhouse craze kicked in because even though I had finally cured my olders of writing their names on the walls in permanent marker, they left their own markers around for my little son to find and he loved to draw on the walls. The chalkboard was my answer to that problem. I thought it was anyhow, but I have since found his scribbles on the underside of many tables and pieces of furniture around the house. But. Getting to the answers to these questions alone can help you pinpoint the challenge or give you that aha moment you tuned in for. It can help you to view those little rascals in a more appreciative light. Homeschooler and author of Mom Strong, Heidi St. John, says that the best thing you can do for yourself and your toddlers is to appreciate them. They are not an impediment to education. They are learning too. Granted, their form of learning at that developmental stage seems to equate to them dumping everything out of everything else. But this is normal as they discover how the world works. Jamie C. Martin of simplehomeschool.net and her husband describe having a toddler 
like having a blender with no lid. I would agree with that. At our house, we did call one of our tots the messerator and found ourselves often saying, clean up on aisle four, which may or may not correspond to the birth order of said toddler. The first tip for homeschooling with toddlers is to be creative with your schedule. Ideas for this can include, but are not limited to, go outside first thing in the morning and have the kids run off some of their energy, make the most of nap times, and try focus time in the evenings with older ones when your spouse is home. The benefits of physical activity outdoors are many and all the children will return to the school table with calming endorphins coursing through their bodies with a sense of well-being and a greater ability to focus. Many toddlers nap, and nap time can be a good time to work on subjects like math with your older children so that you can focus on their lessons or give them the one-on-one -on -one attention that they need. If you have a spouse, let them spend time with the toddler while you teach a lesson to the olders in the evening, or they can teach a subject while you give focused attention to the little ones. It doesn't have to be all you, you know. Having that 9 to 3 bookwork expectation for your homeschool may be making it harder for you than it needs to be. As part of being creative with your schedule, this next tip will help you as well. The second tip is to use the buddy system in your family and in your homeschool. This works best if you have children a couple of years older than your toddlers. How this can work is that one of your older children can read to or entertain your toddler while you are teaching another child their lessons and then switch. This worked really well for us as we had two olders and two youngers. Everyone had a buddy close to their age for playing and the youngers each had an older buddy to help with what they needed and to help keep an eye on them. They developed their relationships as well as mentoring and other skills and you all work together as a family team. A third tip, which I have shared with you in the pod newsletter, is to have special activities for the toddler during official school time. They can sit at the table or in their high chair and use building blocks, simple wooden puzzles, lacing cards, drawing or scribbling on paper, playing with Play-Doh, looking at board books. They can put stickers on paper and it helps if they only get to use these special things when it's school time. Last year we got a tip from my friend Shannon that she makes five boxes, one for each school day, and rotates them through. The children learn to look forward to this part of their day, and they're working on their fine motor skills as well. This will naturally transition into preschool activities as they get just a little bit older and help them get used to the school routine. The fourth tip I'm going to give you is more like permission. It's okay to let your toddlers watch a strategic video when you need to do some focused teaching too. While I would not recommend watching videos all day, of course, there are some good ones out there with songs and actions that educate while entertaining. 
This can be especially helpful if you have a non-napping toddler, as I have had, who needs that downtime and is cranky but is done with nap time and you're trying to teach your other kids. It can be a useful part of the routine, but hopefully not the main thing. Talking of routine brings me to tip number five. Have a predictable routine. I'm not a routine-oriented person myself, naturally, but it is very helpful for children and especially toddlers to have a routine and to know what's coming next. It's also good for naturally anxious children as well. Life becomes more of a, this is the way it is, and this is what happens next for the kids, instead of having to react to each sudden and surprising change in the day. In some ways, this relates back to the first tip of being creative with your schedule, and believe me, it's not a contradiction to that tip. Having a routine is not the same as having a schedule. A routine is more of an order of doing things rather than being tied to time on a clock. Knowing that table time comes after outside time and that table time will be followed by story and playtime with sister, then lunch, then nap, can be reassuring for a toddler. They feel safe within the boundaries that routine provides. Will they still test the boundaries? Yes, but not as much as they would act out without any predictability at all. The sixth tip is to be flexible in where your schooling takes place. One of the tips I was told at a homeschooling with preschoolers seminar many years ago was to make sure that you school near either the kitchen or the laundry room because cooking and laundry would always be with us. Where is your toddler most self-sufficient? If they love to play for a long time in the basement play area, why not school nearby instead of in the place you thought you would have school? Or take your lessons outside if it's a nice day and you have a fenced yard. The seventh tip has to do with your older children, and that is encourage or enable them to work independently. You can spend time with them going over their work near the beginning of the day and then have them work independently on their work later in the day. This is difficult if they are in grade one, still learning to read and can't read their own instructions yet. But if they can read instructions, you can give them a list of things to do on their own. One of the joys of homeschooling is giving your kids lots of time to read good literature. As they have reading time or work on their own, you can focus on the needs of your toddler. Remember, little children are learning a lot through play at this stage of development. My final tip for this episode is to use this short time of toddlers in your homeschool to relax the expectations a little. All learning doesn't have to look like sitting at the table doing workbooks, although I still might advise doing so for math and language arts. This is the time to read good books out loud to your children. Explore outside, play, and be a family. Messes will happen and tears will fall. Cheerios will get tossed overboard and tantrums will occur. 
In a couple of years, there will be more time for intensive studies and advanced academics. Take lots of pictures. There is nothing cuter than babies and toddlers. Maybe rethink getting a puppy. Or maybe now's the perfect time to get a puppy, as they are basically messy toddlers too. But I digress. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Thank you so much for listening. You can find helpful links and show notes for this episode at our website, canadahomeschools.com. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating and positive review on your podcast provider. This will help others find their dose of inspiration and encouragement. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Hee <laughs> hee!